Ladies and gentlemen, na 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 vengeance for this is a Fred Dailing Productions podcast. Na 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 Batman. Na 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 corn. Ooh, I get to go 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 go. Or if we want to, if we want to go in the Kevin Smith route. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, gosh. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Hello! 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 I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantarmaja. And I just realized my kids are going to look back on the 80s. The same way that my generation, us, look back on the 50s. <laughs> yes. I'm Michael that Lister. Is, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> sure. That is a great uh, a little epiphany for at the top of the show. Uh, you are now experiencing, of course, a podcast called Fred. Yep. Yes, you are. You're you. experiencing yes. it through the mediums of everything that you see before you and listening with your ears and eyes yes. and nose. Listening with your eyes and watching with those ears. Yes. <laughs> and exactly smelling with happening. your nose. And smelling with your f- mouth. Um. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> you know that back smell that you get? Oh, God. Welcome to the show. Very excited to get into a lot of really cool things uh, to discuss this Mm -hmm. week. Um, But as always, we're going to start off by checking in with our weekly watchings. Miss Foley is back with us this week, which is great. (laughs) No hockey on Sunday this week. No, that was on Friday. That was on Friday. Did you win? It was a tie for you all. (gasps) But it was my best game that I've played. And me and Marie were line mates, uh-huh. and we were awesome. And nice. she got MVP Aww. for the game. Golf clap for Marie. Golf clap. <laughs> golf clap. Hooray well from Professor Alice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. That's, that's I'm awesome. Very, I'm very proud of us and our team, and we did really well. Very good. Yeah. Very, very good. Uh, um, so, it's been a couple of weeks. It has. What have you been watching? Okay, so obviously you would have known from last week that I got the opportunity to watch Death on the Nile. Yeah, Which I am so happy to have seen so far because I really loved it. You liked Ooh, it? It's so good. I yeah. really liked it. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was enjoyable, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can we guess who? <laughs> <laughs> um, Honestly, you can try. You can try. The movie does a very good job of... A lot of red herrings. Yeah, the movie may as well be called Red Herring on the Nile. Yep. Because mm. that's literally just... Yeah. Yeah, it was... I, I absolutely love Kenneth Branagh as Hercule Poirot. It's so good. <laughs> as Hercule Poirot. Hercule Poirot. Hercule Poirot. He's great. So I really, I really like... I'm loving these, you know, these Agatha Christie type murder mysteries and they're a lot of fun and managed to play through the games itself and 
So I was I really did enjoy Death on the Nile. Uh, I think everybody did a really really good job. Nice. Um, so that I'm very happy to say I uh, will say it was a good four out of five for me. Oh. Nice, solid. Yeah, solid. I loved it. Nice Sweet. and solid. Yeah, love it. Um, during this particular week, I will say um, I did watch the first two episodes of Peacemaker. Ooh. I don't know if I'm going to continue it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I tried so hard. And, uh, watched... and got so far. But in I, the end, in the it end, doesn't really doesn't matter. It doesn't even fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. You tried. I and look, that's, look, and you're only letting Yoda down with that. So excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> do or do not. There is no try. I mean, what do you? Look, <laughs> I... <laughs> look, no, it's okay. It's, um, it, yeah. Hard to watch the peacemaker is. <laughs> peacemaker himself is good. Okay. And he's funny. Like, yes. that character is really funny. I'm just not really getting into the story of it and just a lot of the things that are happening in the show, especially with his dad. Not a fan of his dad. Yeah, you're not <laughs> supposed to like him. Yeah. So you got that part right. No, I'll be questioning I mean, people if they were. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Yeah. No, look, I, I it's... It's heavy subject matter. It really is. And yeah. I'm not really into that sort okay. of thing. I'm not very political. So yeah, I would, okay. I'd rather not delve too much into it and then be ended up it, like, and then end up bumming myself out okay. while watching it. So <laughs> I thought there was, well, for me, I thought there was enough fun to ba- balance out the Oh, yeah, it's not bad. But I suppose the heavy stuff is kind of heavy. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I can, I'm, I'll do my best to watch the rest of it, but it's, okay, it's gonna, it's gonna be a very slow, pro- a slow process okay. for me to watch it. So, sorry, did you actually watch the first two episodes? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think because they actually, uh, didn't they chuck in three? So, on, on the, the first, yeah, the first day they dropped three episodes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but of course, because you're yeah, you're just watching them at your leisure. Yes. Now, um, but on yeah, on premiere night it was one, two, and three. Okay. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I appreciate giving it a try. <laughs> trying something new, trying something different. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. I mean, I really enjoy the Marvel shows. I, I don't know. I think the Marvel shows are a little bit lighter compared to the DC ones, or at least with Peacemaker. With this one, yeah. what I've. Especially. Yeah, no, that's um, true. But this ain't no CW show. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. That's okay. You do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I at the time of recording today, uh, I watched um, Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince Ooh. with the Discord family. Ooh. Um, oh. <laughs> so this was this was my second viewing of that film because I haven't seen it since the last time I watched it, which was probably at the cinema. Yeah. Um, okay. Long time. Yeah. No, it's been a long time, but um, I do remember like everything that has happened, and I, I I like it. Like it's 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 really good. It's a very it's good very movie. dark. It is. Um, you know, in the yeah. lead up to this particular one, especially because I think it was what uh, David Yates was the director. Yeah, David Yates directed. Yeah, he directed the last the last one as well. The last four. Three. I think 
It was three. just three. Who did yeah. who did Order of the Phoenix? Uh, Mike, guy. Mike, no, Mike Newell did Goblet of Fire. I, I, I thought I thought David Yates did five, six, seven. Oh, maybe seven, yeah. Two. Anyway, semantics yeah. doesn't really matter. Uh, but there was like watching it back again, noticing how much of it is kind of like washed out, sort of black and white almost. Yeah. The, in in color palette, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. So it was very, very harsh, very gritty. Yeah. Um, but I also just, I then remembered, holy crap, love, love, the love push. <laughs> uh, <laughs> With Ron and uh, Lavender, <laughs> uh, that relationship was just, oh my gosh. I I hate that on so many levels. Yeah, like, me too. First off, the fact that they fucking recast Lavender Brown and they whitewashed her. Uh, and, yeah. And then, yeah. I was, was going to mention shit. it, but you, you told me not to go political this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then second, I just, I really didn't, like I get what they were going for with the actress being over the top, lovey-dovey, bubbly and all that, but it was just, I know she's not supposed to be likable, but I just, I, uh, too much. Painful. Yeah. Very painful. Painful. Yeah. Um, can I also just butt in once again, mm-hmm. just quickly, because I love the fact that you went from Peacemaker to Half-Blood Prince, <laughs> because there is someone from Peacemaker in Half-Blood Prince. Oh my goodness. Um, so the guy who plays Vigilante. Yeah. He's in Half-Blood Prince. Who was he again? McLaggen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That didn't even click. I know, right? That did not click. That Holy not crap. Click. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, I know. That was interesting. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, Mike pointed that out to me uh, a couple of weeks ago and I, it blew my mind. I'm like, I can't believe they are the same person. Yeah, um, no, I didn't like him either. <laughs> in Peacemaker? No, oh, in, in Harry Potter. In oh, Harry yeah. Potter. He's an arsehole in Harry oh, Potter. Oh, man. Yeah, we don't, we don't like Cormac McGlaggen on this show. Yeah, no. I I love the fact that Hermione <laughs> well, gave, like, put a spell on him so that he missed I know. during the tryouts for goalkeeper. <laughs> because she loves Ron. Ron! I know. It's so great. So good. I yeah. loved it so much. Yeah, nice. Um, awesome. Yeah, so I watched that. Um, and then the last thing I'll mention that I watched was um, Marvel Studio Assembles Hawkeye. Oh, very cool. Um, which I really, really enjoyed. Yep. Um, I've been meaning to sort of catch up on some of the um, the past Marvel Studios Assembles. Yes. Um, and I hadn't watched the Hawkeye one at the time. But um, now that I've watched it... Um, I saw the way they did the cards. How cool. Oh my gosh. I nerded out so much. It I was know, so I knew good. You'd love it. <laughs> the the camera was like I had a feeling the camera was rigged up yeah. in some way that it would go on its own and they'd remote control the camera swinging around yeah. in, in a three six the, uh, sorry, one eighty that they did. Um, I had no idea how that the car was mounted on to another like this whole yeah. contraption thing. Where the driver was actually above, above them, them driving yeah. the car. Yeah. <laughs> Very Mr. Bean. So good. Yeah. So, yes, it is. Um, so I, I absolutely love watching um, all the BTS stuff from that from that episode, um, and then sort of learning about how they brought in uh, some of the actors for the roles, uh, and then 
especially that that giant musical scene where they actually put they actually made the whole thing a musical even though it was like four and a half minutes mm-hmm. um and the people who were like the the Broadway actors that were in that ensemble mm-hmm. had no idea that it was going to be um, like a full-on musical rehearsal in the lead-up to the filming yeah, right. where they had to do like eight-hour rehearsals. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, this will be fine. It's going to be fun. It's not going to take long. We don't have to do that. And then all of a sudden they're just like really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess it made that particular moment all that bet, all that much better. Mm-hmm. for the show itself mm-hmm. um and i just i love the little tidbits they give you throughout the throughout the um the episode where they tell you about certain things and how um where they went from p- those particular characters why they decided to go with this version of clint barton compared to previous ones in the comics yeah um and then you know introducing kate bishop and then having um, Yelena come into it as well. And oh, I was just so good just to sort of hear yeah. everything sort of, uh, you know, divulge and just information overload, but in a good way, I really loved it so mm-hmm. much. So I, yeah, I appreciate the, the cinema industry, the, the entertainment industry so much that I wish I was part of it, like in terms of being able to work on those kind of projects. Yeah. It'd be absolutely awesome. Like even if I'm just a runner. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I just want to be on those sets to experience what it's like to be part of that whole production. Yeah. Um, And, you know, and then just sort of learn from all of the, you know, experts and the pros that have been doing it for many years. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, hats off to the whole crew that made Hawkeye and especially since they were thinking about making a movie but then decided, well, we've got more story to tell, yeah. so let's put it on Disney Plus as a show. Yeah. Um, which I, I reckon they made, they made it. A, that was actually a really good idea. Um, oh, absolutely. For them to do. So, yeah. yeah, definitely enjoyed that. And that's pretty much what I've watched. Nice. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Very good. Michael. Hello. Hello. Uh, what have you been watching? I've been watching some stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw the boys, uh, 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 the boys thing. Diabolical. <laughs> Diabolical. <laughs> I was going to say dismissal because I've been. Dismissal. Because I've been re-updating myself of the um, Goth Whitlam stuff. But that's not it. Uh. So, yeah, so I'll be watching that on the uh, Amazon Prime. And that's pretty that's pretty cool. Uh, a couple of um, animated shorts. Uh, got it done in a day because they only were like 11 minutes each, which is a good digestible uh, uh, thing. And, yeah, I actually quite liked it. Uh, if you like, if you like the boys, uh, especially you, Kendall, I think you get a kick kick out of it. There's only yeah. eight eight episodes, and yeah, got it done within a day. Uh, probably my favorite is is uh, one that's called BFFS. Uh, I can't remember what the acronym is for that one. Uh, essentially, it's Aquafina uh, in a a, a young Aquafina uh, um, having a relationship with uh, her own feces. <laughs> gross. But in a loving way. So Still gross. I think you might like it, uh, Fulia, because it's all anime. 
anime. Meh. It's like it's like east east meets west sort of anime. So you pre- so it's very kawaii. <laughs> Funny you say that. I've cancelled my Prime. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I don't I don't use it much. That's oh. no point. Same actually. <laughs> <laughs> Until until something like you know worthwhile happens, yeah. So that yeah. W- that was a bit of fun. Um, yeah, there's there's one where you can definitely tell it's done by uh, done by Justin Laroylan because uh, same <laughs> same sort of animated style and just just insane stuff in it. Very <laughs> very Rick and Morty. Nice and yeah, and only a cu- couple of um. People come back, uh, well, uh, do their voices in this. Um, uh, yeah, especially uh, the last one with Anthony Starr doing Homelander. He's mm-hmm. in the news today as well. Um, oh, God, what did he do? <laughs> you don't know? Don't. Um, he's been arrested in Spain. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He was... It was a uh, sort of drunken brawl sort of thing, so... Oh, not, fuck, okay. Yeah, not very newsworthy, so he'll probably get out, you know, whatevs. Jesus, all right. No good. Yeah, life isn't good. That's why we no. distract ourselves with, with with other stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, like, the first episode I actually quite like is uh, um, Laser Baby's Day Out. And it's... <laughs> And it's in the sort of sa- same vein as like um, a Looney Tunes sort of thing, where mm-hmm. where this guy it, it essentially it's like a um, a silent movie sort sort of thing. Like there's hardly any dialogue except for the main guy who's actually voiced by Ben Swartz, and you can sort of te- <laughs> you can sort of tell it's his sort of screams and <laughs> and sort, <laughs> sort of grunts as well, and, nice. and that was that was a bit of fun. And yeah, uh, really quite like it, and it's getting me pumped for uh, the boys season three that's coming out soon. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. Yes, it is. Yes, and hopefully Anthony Starr will be around for doing press for that if he's not locked up in a in a in a Spanish prison. Anyway, <sighs> anyway, yeah, that's basically it. I've been. Um, Anything uh, new? Because essentially, I've been re- rewatching uh, a string string of string of um, TV shows that I've been rewatching. Like I've been re rewatching Futurama and all, all those, and I'm still going on my um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But I finally went to the movies, and I went to see Batman. Yay! And we'll be talking about that later, so I won't be talking about this. So, yes. Uh, and I will say this: probably the best movie. <laughs> yeah, the best Batman movie. Yeah, we've got some uh, hot takes we're going to get into later. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. So, what are your hot takes, uh, Kendall? Se- Segway. <laughs> Segway. Um, well, not exactly a hot take, but I watched a lot of stuff this week. Um, <laughs> of course, the Batman, um, which we will discuss. Um, I so I should I should start off by saying I am now a subscriber 
of Apple TV Plus. Uh-huh. It's officially happened. I now have six streaming services to my name. Six. Yeah, nah. Mm-hmm. At 1500. Um, so watched a couple of movies uh, on there. Um, Coda and The Tragedy of Macbeth. Both are up for Best Picture Oscars. Um, and they were both very good. Coda was really good. Um, it's a remake of a French uh, film called The Bellier Family, which I highly recommend people watch because um, it's brilliant. Um, but it's just this lovely story about this family. Uh, out of the four of them, uh, the daughter is hearing. Um, the, the, her brother and parents are deaf. So Coda is a child of a deaf adult. So that so she's basically their interpreter ah. and works with them and stuff. I think I saw um, the trailer but, for that one. Yeah, hmm. but the catch is she can sing and she can sing really well, um, and she wants to do that for a living, right? And so she's in late high school um, and having to juggle uh, the responsibilities imposed upon her by her deaf family, or you know stepping out into her own spotlight for once and doing what she really wants so it's yeah it's a great story very heartwarming cried a bit i heard they won some sag awards they did yeah the sag awards happened at the start of the week the screen actors guild where yeah. the a- actors vote for actors and uh yeah and that was really good uh, coda won best ensemble performance by cast uh and troy kotzer who plays the father in coda uh, uh became the first deaf actor to win a sag that's amazing i know nice very very cool yeah and he was very good in the movie there's one scene in the movie with him and the daughter that i was like in hysterics crying like just it was very emotional it's a very good movie um watch the bellier family though um <laughs> tragedy <laughs> tragedy of Macbeth was amazing from a technical standpoint i would recommend watching it because it's in four by three format so it's not widescreen mm. um it's all in black and white mm-hmm. all school and you can t- you can tell it was shot on a sound stage but it doesn't matter because the way they've dressed everything and the production design on it is gorgeous. The aesthetics are beautiful. Um, it's it's really, really nice. And uh, Denzel was very, very good as Macbeth. Um, I really enjoyed that one. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, I finally watched Defending Jacob. Yeah. It finally happened. Of course, because that's on Apple as yes, well. Yes, I've been trying to watch this show <laughs> for the last two years almost uh, since it came out. This is Chris Evans. Um, in a uh, miniseries uh, where he plays this lawyer who um, uh, ends up taking on a case. He's, assist- he's the assistant district attorney. He ends up taking on a case of like this boy who's been found murdered, uh, who actually is a classmate of his son's, and then his son gets accused. And then it's about defending Jacob. So, um, and it's, yeah, it was really, really good. I liked it quite a bit. Worth the wait. Um, <laughs> <laughs> worth the wait. Um, speaking of TV, uh one show, one of my favorite shows ended this week and one started its final season. So on Monday, it was a double header for me. Uh, the last episode of Euphoria season two aired and it's just proving like, time and time again, it's one of the best shows on TV. I highly recommend people watch it. It is very confronting though. So it's probably not for the faint of heart. There's a lot of seriousness that goes on with it, but it is just so well done and Zendaya is going to win another Emmy. So watch this space. Um, it's and not too sweary, sta- is it? Because I can't watch there's something some s- that's too sweary. 
There's some. They, there is some swears. There's there's some c bombs in there. I oh say. oh, that's just not nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's HBO. What do you expect? Um, and then the other show that uh, started its final season was Killing Eve, um, which has returned for season four. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, they dropped the first two episodes on on release, um, and it was so good to be back in that world again watching. Um, I love Jodie Comer and Sandra Oh. They're so great and they're so great together in this show. Um, and I just, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they're going to end up uh, over the next um, five, six weeks as the show wraps up. So yeah, it's very, very cool. Um, is there anything else that I have in my little book that I should mention? No, I think that's, I think that'll do it. I think that'll do it. That's a lot. I, there, there is more that I could mention, but I'm going to, uh, Going to leave you wanting more. Um, <laughs> speaking of more, I think it's time now to get into the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. All right, it's nerdy news time. <laughs> cue the candle. Yes. I feel like I missed my first cue. Sorry about that. Um, okay, so um, nerdy news. Uh, to start off, we have pretty much the biggest no-brainer of, of recent times, but um, happy to announce it finally, officially, because uh, the Netflix Marvel shows are going to their new home officially on Disney Plus. Thank goodness. Um, cause I, well, yes. Um, they've been, uh, released. Netflix still owns them. Netflix doesn't own them anymore. Technically they do. Do I didn't think they did, but they're, they're, okay. they, they struck a deal of saying, Hey, Put them on there. Yeah, I thought I thought the rights reverted back to Marvel. Mm, maybe, but maybe maybe it's the rights to make the shows and with the characters, and maybe distribution is owned by Netflix, and so maybe that's what you're talking about. They've like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like those particular shows, yeah. not not the characters. Okay, all right, fair enough. I like, didn't realize that. Thank you for pointing that out. That's right. So so they can do whatever they want with the ca- characters, like with. Uh, um, Daredevil what they've done with Daredevil and Kingpin yeah yeah I know yeah that's yeah that's good Um, but yes um, so starting from the 16th of March um, you will be able to log on to Disney Plus and watch Daredevil Jessica Jones Luke Cage Iron Fist but you don't have to watch that one Um, (laughs) Defenders can also skip that if you want um and uh yeah and the other the other seasons of all of them and um the punisher too of course which i need to finish i haven't finished a lot of these ones because i as soon as i started getting cancelled i was like okay i'm i'm not invested anymore um but i'm excited to do a rewatch 
Um, the other cool thing is apparently they're finally putting the rest of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Disney Plus as well. Uh, at least in America. I don't know about the sta- uh, us here, but um, I hope so. Because I, I have people I've been trying to get to watch S.H.I.E.L.D. But for the longest time, they've only had either one season or a handful of seasons, not the whole thing. So I think it's finally coming, the whole thing. I highly recommend people watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's very, very good. But I'm excited to um, finally finish all of the Marvel Netflix shows. Um, so that's very, very cool. Uh, Fulia. Yes. Um, did you get a chance to ever watch any of these? Were they, did they pique your interest at all? At the time, not really. Okay. I ended up watching uh, probably the first two episodes of Daredevil and then never got back into it. And I believe I watched the first or one or two episodes of Jessica Jones at the time. Yeah. Um, but I just, I never really got back to them to finish them off. Uh, so I might actually, once it does transfer over to Disney Plus, I might actually go back and just restart it from the beginning. And mm-hmm. especially now that we know that we've, we're getting some Daredevil in the MCU. Yeah, boy. So I, I need to know a little bit more about him. Uh, so uh, I will most likely go back and watch those at some point. Nice. Yeah. Great. Great. Awesome. Now you'll be able to on Disney Plus. Yes. Which is great. Um, Michael, um, how, do, how does this make you feel? Are you you happy about this news? Uh, I sort of knew that something like this was probably going to happen. Yeah, like uh, it's a foregone conclusion, I suppose. Like yeah. down the track. And mm. yeah, I, I, I can't wait. And uh, I saw the like, little package that they so, sort of uh, released as well of what was go- going on and they got, got all of them. But I saw very little of um, Iron Fist, which they they don't really have much confidence in that. So you know, yeah. it's a it's a different universe, even though it's the same universe with apparently, and apparently Kingpin. I um, I read somewhere like it came out uh, this week that Kingpin was going to, uh, going to be bigger. Like massive, yeah, size. right. Oh, okay, uh, and I don't know. It's probably a good, good uh, idea to actually, you know, he he was he was different, ish, but but it, it can't be like a a ma- mammoth bohemoth, uh, especially in um, Spider Verse. Hmm. Hmm. That's true. That's that's physically impossible. <laughs> Tis. Tis. Yes. It was all shoulders and no, and no neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. All right. Next item in the news. Um, this is something that's kind of been gestating for a while now. Um, so not entirely surprised to see it finally, finally locked in. But Beetlejuice 2 is officially happening. Um Brad Pitt's uh, production company, Plan B, has signed on to produce the movie. Um, And there are reports circulating online that both Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder are returning to reprise uh, their characters. Um, And I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, Of course, things are a bit up in the air in regards to Alec Baldwin. I don't know if his character would return. And I don't even know if, like, maybe it would make sense because he was dead in the first one but then again you know 
it could happen. Um, so who knows? There's really no nothing really known apart from uh, all of this about what the the plot could possibly be. Um, I'm really excited to see what you know what Michael Keaton could do with the character now, um, given that it's been like nearly 35 years since the the first film, um, and uh, to see you know um, a grown up Lydia Dietz would be pretty interesting. Um, bring back Catherine O'Hara, I say too. She's you know on fire as we know. We love her. Um, so that would be that would be nice to see her return as well. Bring back the Dietz family, I say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, Mike, are you a Beetlejuice fan? Yes. Are you looking forward <laughs> to this belated sequel? <laughs> Very belated. I mean, we, yeah, they've been working on this for for eons. Uh, mm-hmm. Ever since, um, ever since the first one came out, really, because it was yeah. like a, a a success. Even though people weren't really sure if it was going to be great or not, but um, I'm thinking because of the um, the sort of off Broadway um, musical that came out, uh, that there's been a lot of hype for it. And to have something else, like, uh, as a sequel, because it was, yeah, I think there was a, a title, like, kicking around ever since the 90s, um, Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. It was going to be in Hawaii for some reason. But Yeah. But if there's a story, I guess, I mean, Michael Keaton's still Michael Keaton. I mean, they, they brought back... Batman? Why not bring back Beetlejuice? What's next? Mr. Mum? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Grandma? Mr. Dad. <laughs> Mr. Grandma. <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be great. Yeah, and Michael Keaton's awesome. I mean, yeah. And there's definitely like a bit of a cult following with, with Beetlejuice and that. And that. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested but I'm not going to hold my breath about it because looking back at, at, at the movie, it's definitely a weird sort of thing. If, it's, if you're watching it like fresh, it's like, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Sam Worms. We've already seen there. Sam Worms in Dune. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing yes. Sam Worms back. Uh, yeah. That's really all i got to say about it. Um, Aged up. I mean, he is a he is the ghost with the most, babe. And the <laughs> cartoon was fun. Um, yeah, scary as shit as a kid, but you know, <laughs> you're a bit freaky, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. Have you seen yes. it fully? I've seen it once. And once is didn't enough. Really, yeah, didn't really care for it too much. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> and I would say. Yeah, bring back the deets, but probably not the dad. No. <laughs> this is no. this is the cancel episode, isn't it? This is the cancel episode. <laughs> we'll be talking about all the actors and actresses that have been cancelled. Oh, uh, boy. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, moving on. Yep. Moving on to our next, um, next item in the news. Uh, speaking of belated sequels, um, here's one I didn't expect. Uh, I am legend. 
is getting a sequel. No, I am legend. <laughs> I'm legend. Um, <laughs> I'm legend, and so is my wife. Life <laughs> of Um, yes. So I am legend. Um, 2007, Will Smith, post-apocalyptic sci-fi film based on a book uh, that has already been adapted into a film, The Omega Man, um, and here we are with a modern interpretation. Um, The film was received generally positively, but a lot of people were a bit divided on the ending of the film because they changed the ending from the book. Um, and that can be a bit divisive amongst people. Um, I enjoyed the film. I don't really like watching it very often because it's very bleak. <laughs> yeah. um, especially, especially in these times we're living in. Um, so, perfect time to make a sequel, am I right? Um, anyway. <laughs> also, spoilers for the ending of I Am Legend. Uh, Will Smith's character dies. Um, so... <laughs> I don't know how this is going to work. Obviously, look, there's going to be flashbacks because um, Will Smith is returning to reprise his role. Um, so there'll be, I'm guessing there'll be some flashbacks. Um, the other cool thing about it, though, like the, the cool thing about it, I think, is um, Michael B. Jordan is going to be in this. Um, oh. Very big fan of his. He's a very talented actor. You know, we love Killmonger. We love everything he does. Uh, you know, Creed is just, you know, I still haven't seen it, but everyone's like, it's freaking awesome. I need to watch it. Space Jam um, 2. Space Jam 2. Was he in Space Jam 2? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, he has a cameo. Yeah, that's okay. He has a cameo, I know. Sorry, yeah. I spoiled, like, the the only good thing in that movie. <laughs> they it's make okay. A, I think they make listening. a Michael B. Jordan um, joke because it's Michael Jordan. It's like, I found Michael Jordan. No, that's Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, anyway, so this movie's happening. Uh, the other interesting part to mention is that uh, while we don't know what it's going to be about yet, obviously, um, they are getting the same screenwriter who wrote the script for the first film to work on this. So Akiva Goldsman, who um, is a, you know, a very uh, well-respected, I suppose, uh, <laughs> a screenwriter in Hollywood. Uh, he's had an interesting career, um, but he has won an Oscar, so um, he does have the talent behind him. Um, so, yeah, so he's um, he's coming back to <laughs> write the story for this, write he's the script. He's got the so. tools, he's got the talent. <laughs> got the talent, yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know how I feel about this. Um, I don't, we don't need this movie at all. (laughs) Um, again, especially not now. Um, I think that's not, maybe not the best time to make this kind of a movie, but that's okay. It's not real. Um, Michael, what are your, what are your thoughts on this? Do you have a hot take on this, this insanely strange sequel? For I Am Legend. Um, I do. Um, probably not a hot take. Um, yeah, the original uh, I Am Legend with uh, the Will Smith um, came out, and a lot, a lot of, and I watched it. It was fine. Um, like the a new wave of zombie movies were coming out, and I suppose they 
they were looking for something along those veins. Um, because, you know, uh, George Romero was coming back doing uh, a couple of them and, like, Shaun of the Dead sort of kick, kicked it into gear and definitely the remake of Dawn of the Dead definitely helped. Um, but But now that I know what I know now... <laughs> The original story, like um, that was that it was based based upon, like Omega Man with Charlton Heston, and there was actually another movie that came out during the sixties. I want to say, uh, with oh, Vin- yeah? with Vincent Price as the main main character huh. as well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I, I can't remember what it's one. called, but I think I I am Legend as well. I th- I can't remember. It, it might be. Might, yeah. I'll Google it. Yes, um, yeah, and if and in the story, if it's the creatures were not necessarily zombies, they were more uh, like vampires. Yeah, that's true. It was called the Last Man on Earth. The Last Man on Earth. That, that's, that's so. That's what the one was. Yeah. So the no- the novel by Richard Matheson that came out in 1954 was actually called I Am Legend. But then they made that movie change the title. They did Omega Man change the title, and then the Will Smith one has the same title as the book, but it changed the ending from the book. <laughs> it changed the ending from yeah. the book, and also cha- changed the sort of threat as well. Yes, you're right. Yes, uh, because as I as I said, there were more um, uh, vampire vampires cre- creatures, and what yeah. uh, didn't happen in the in the movie, but is in the book, and I think. Omega Man. I haven't seen Omega Man. I just know of it. Uh, they they changed that. He's the last man, or woman, alive. Well, want to be diverse here, um, but essentially he is the bad guy because these creatures are are like the next step in human evolution, and he's. Pretty much saying no. I don't want. I don't want change. I don't want new. It's sort of that um, uh, the, uh, sort of. I don't. I don't know what you call it. It's sort sort of um, um, if you're afraid of the future and you're stuck to the past, sort of a- allegory. That that sort of thing. But in this, but with uh, Last Man Alive, it's like oh, it's it it's meant to be this thing, but it's really this thing. And they sort of filmed that at the end of I Am Legend with Will Smith. Um, and uh, an audience says, no, we don't like this because Will Smith is supposed to be the good guy. He's supposed to, supposed to like win at the end or pretty much be the hero at the end. And he sort of, excuse me, uh, sacrifice himself for the, the yeah. good of mankind. Um, the greater and, good. Uh, greater good. And... <laughs> And they didn't really have that sort of thing at the end of realizing it's like, oh, he's really the bad guy. So it will be interesting doing a, a sequel to this because maybe they'll retcon that. I don't know. Um, I wasn't. That'd be interesting. Yeah, like I did like the movie when it first came out, but now I know what I know. It's like, yeah, I sort yeah. Of, I backtrack of liking it and say, yeah, it's a movie. Mm. It's it's like a bunch of those sort of movies that came out. It's like, yeah, it's acceptable. I mean, it's a popcorn flick, and that's mostly what it is. So I'm in two minds of trying to work out what they can add to that, but I'm yeah. not going to be jumping 
into the ether of saying, yeah, it's all good. But Michael B. Jordan is good, so... Yes, he is. If it's a strong story, then okay. And if it's a good companion okay. piece with uh, <laughs> I Am 2 Legend, or I Am 2 <laughs> Legend, putting the two in between, like not at the end. That would be cool. I can totally see them like I the am trailer... Two. Yeah, well, like the trailer, when the trailer happens and they put the title card at the end and it says, I am legend. And then next to the I at the top appears another I and it's the Roman sim- Roman numerals for two. <laughs> I, I. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Then that will be... movie trailers. That, that, that wouldn't make sense because that would be two I am legend. But it would be... Then it would be two M legend. Maybe it's we are legend. We are, we were legend because past tense. We were legend. Anyway. Yeah, I can't remember if he actually had a kid at the uh, at the start of it. I know he um, had a no, wife. He, he had a wife and I'm pretty sure he had a son. So I did have a theory that maybe his son survived and um, uh, it's Michael B. Jordan now. But I'm fairly certain they showed us in the movie that they got killed. Like they didn't make it out of New York. Yeah, I, I think, or I could be misremembering that. It has been a while since I've watched it. It sounds like a Fred so. watch. Hmm. Could be a Fred watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And we watch all three back to back. All th- all. Yeah, Last Man on Earth, Mega Man, and I Am Legend. Let's yes. go. Let's yeah. go. Fifties, seventies, two thousands. Yep. Nice. Nice. So when are we be right. watching this, Kendall? <laughs> in the not too distant future. In the not too distant future, yes. And we're not all blown blown did the fuck up. Um, last item in the news. Stop this rushing week. it. <laughs> uh... Last item in the news this week um, uh, is some TV news, which is very exciting um, because finally. Bendergate has come to an end. John DiMaggio will, in fact, be returning to Futurama to reprise his role as Bender. Yay! <laughs> golf clap, golf clap, golf clap. I'm so happy. Can you good, imagine? Good. <laughs> Can you imagine if he was, like, like killed off or replaced? That would have sucked. Oh, man. I would... I would, I would be very, very upset about that. But it's not happening. So everybody would boycott it. <laughs> everybody would. Um, so, like look, the new Fantastic it, the, Beast, but we'll talk about that later. Hey, we will hey, talk about hey. that very soon. <laughs> so, as you guys know, Futurama was recently announced to be getting a twenty-episode revival on Hulu, um, and. All of the cast, all the voice cast, the original actors were all returning to reprise their roles with one exception, that being John DiMaggio, because he did the right thing um, and st- stood up for himself and voice actors everywhere and saying, I deserve to be paid more for this job. I'm worth more. Um, and obviously they have not disclosed exactly how much he truly is worth now. Um, but mm. things things seem to have worked out nicely uh, for John and for us as fans of Futurama, which is just the best possible outcome. So thank goodness. 
Um, John DiMaggio, of course, did take to social media to uh, announce and uh, say thank you to the fans for his support, uh, our support of him, I should say. Uh, He said, I'm back, baby. Um, And said, "Uh, I'm back, baby. (laughs) Uh, Hashtag Bendergate is officially over. So put it on the back of a shelf behind Xmas decorations or maybe in the kitchen drawer with all the other crap you put in there like old, unusable, crazy glue. Or maybe even put it in a jar you save farts in. Whatever floats your boat, I don't care. You get the picture. I'm back, baby. Bite my shiny metal ass. (laughs) Thanks, John. That's great. Um, Yeah, I don't have too much more to add. I'm just very happy that he's coming back uh, to play Bender once again because, let's face it, it's not Futurama without Bender. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely not Futurama without John DiMaggio. So um, <clears throat> very, very happy to hear this news this week. Fulia, you're nodding your head. You agree with me on this. I am agreeing with everything you've said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I am looking forward to seeing these new episodes, which means I need to start watching the old episodes. I know. I need to do a rewatch. <laughs> like, I've only seen... I've been I've doing seen, that now. <laughs> yeah, I've seen most of it, but I haven't I've seen only watched random episodes here yeah. and there when they used to air on TV. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really snoo, touched snoo. on it since. Yep. Yeah, snoo, 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 snoo. <laughs> Death by snoo, snoo. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... I, I, to be honest, I actually did enjoy the episodes that I have seen in the past. So um, I'm probably going to enjoy watching the rest of it anyway. So I might as well just go back and watch from start to finish. Yeah, why not? Um, and the fact that it's also sort of um, in line with The Simpsons in the in its in its art style. So yeah, um, and its humor to, as well. Very so, easy to digest. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I definitely know that if I've, en- I've I do enjoy a, a good watching of The Simpsons. So. I'm definitely going to enjoy Futurama, and I am happy that uh, John DiMaggio got his uh, got his uh, his pay that he, he so well deserves. Um, and I'm glad that he stood up for himself, and that all of his fans have gotten behind him yeah. and supported him all the way. So yay for having him back! Yes, <laughs> absolutely, Mike. I know you're happy about this news. Tell tell us your thoughts. I am. Um, I'm very happy, and. It took longer than I thought. Yeah, it was yeah. just it, it was just you know a foregone conclusion. It was it was definitely something that was going to happen um, because because you know <laughs> the thi- things about fans is like we know what we like and we know what smells like a rat. <laughs> so awesome! Um, can't wait uh, for a show that's that's had. Like three, th- three season finales uh, keeps coming <laughs> yeah. back. It's it's awesome, and I can't wait. Can't for, be killed, and I can't wait for what what they ta- what what they what they do because we're in the future now. We're like twenty years from the the turn of the millennia. So, what's going to happen? Mm. Are they going to make jokes about um, <laughs> uh, Omicron? <laughs> well, they've got it. They've got to mention Omicron, surely. Lur. Yeah. My name is Lur. <laughs> There's going to be a whole Lur story arc through the twenty episodes. <laughs> yeah. At least one. At least one. At least at least one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ruler of the planet Omicron Perseid 8. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like, ooh, too soon? <laughs> yeah, can't wait. Uh, yeah. Can't wait. And hopefully they'll, they'll do more than just one season. So. Yeah, hopefully. If enough people watch it, they might pick it up for more episodes, but yeah. we'll see. 100 years. 100 years! 100 years, Futurama! <laughs> Six seasons of a movie! Yes. Well, they've done. It's, already done. This will this will be their ninth. This will be their ninth season. And how many movies have they done? Two or three? <sighs> um, problem is they. Those movies they split them up, into like, seg, uh, into like episodes. So it's like part one, part right? Two. So okay. and I want to say two, possibly three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to say that. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's movies. Mm-hmm. There are movies. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Straight to DVD. Straight to DVD movie. Straight to DVD. Well, movies. that makes sense. Yes, I can't remember what they're called though. But yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right, that's the nerdy news. It is. This week. Mm. We wrap it up. Aha. The news. It's done, which means it's now time to roll on up to the trailer park. <laughs> Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. We have three three trailers to talk about, of course. Um, trailers Uno, three. Two, tres. Tres. Starting with uh, our second trailer for Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Mm. This is a better trailer than the last one. Yes. I will definitely say. Um, they showed a lot without showing too much as well, I think. So I'm okay with that. Um, get to see a bit more of Maz Mikkelsen as uh, Gellert Grindelwald, um, which is nice. I'm very much looking forward to seeing him. He's probably my, f- you know, the thing I'm anticipating and most excited about is him in this movie. Um, seeing what he does with the character. Um, and, and just learning more about Dumbledore and his relationship with Grindelwald and all that stuff that was alluded to in the books and stuff and everything that, you know, a certain author decided to say after the fact, um, but we won't speak her name. Um, anyway, so, uh, but Jude Law, I'm, yes. She who should not be named. Yeah, she who <laughs> should not be named. Um, Jude Law, uh, I'm so keen to see him return as a young Dumbledore um, in this one because he was very, very good in the previous film, I thought. I thought he did a great job, so I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. Um, seeing Hogwarts again, um, you know, like just, uh, yeah, it's just it's just great. Like, it just, it looks fun. Like, it looks, there's a lot of craziness going on. Um you know, the war between the, you know, the the good wizards and witches and the bad ones is just very much escalating. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think, it, I think it'll be good, but I kind of find it funny that like these movies started as fantastic beasts and where to find them. And it was all about Newt Scamander and coming to America and, you know, all the rounding up all these beasts with this, you know, subplot of Grindelwald attacking and all this. And I know obviously they were planning this story because I think there's going to be five movies all up. And they've got two more coming, but but like the Fantastic Beasts like title is so small now, <laughs> it's literally like 
Fantastic Beasts and the Secrets of Dumbledore. Just like this, it's just... <laughs> Uh, Newt's a side character now, I feel, and I don't like that. It's like it's like the it's like Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, it's a good reference. I like that. Um, but you know, it's fine because I, I mean, I love Eddie Redmayne, but um, I'm, I am just as a Potterhead, I'm excited to see more of the lore, more of the world explored, and that's what these movies are providing. So I'm I'm enjoying them. So hopefully, this one is as good as it looks. Um, but I'm going in with low expectations, I will say. Fulia, what did you think? I am looking forward to this. It's been a while since the last one, so this is definitely um, piquing my interest very much so, especially since I'm re-watching all of the Potter films. Yeah. Um, I I get that the whole idea of this, the series itself is supposed to be about Fantastic Beasts, but I think that as the story has prog- progressed, um, I feel like finding out more on what happened with young Dumbledore is definitely more intriguing. Yeah. But they'll still obviously add in the elements of the Fantastic Beasts mm-hmm. and just, uh, you know, as you go along throughout the story, mm-hmm. um, which is still good. And the fact that we still have the little. Uh, I keep forgetting his name that's in Red Man's oh, pocket. Oh, <laughs> Wicket. Wicket, yes. yes. Grogu. He's still, he's still there. No. <laughs> Wrong franchise. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> he's, he's, he's not wrong. You, he may as well say Groot. Uh, no, I will not. Um... <laughs> a chosen one, uh, an orphan goes to his um, aunt and uncle's. And 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 and, uh, and a wizard tells him that he's all powerful and shit. Yeah, there's yeah, there's definitely some um, similar similarities between Star Wars and Harry Potter. Yeah, you look close enough. Speaking of yes, other little another beast that well, fantastical being. That is um that is shown in this is Forks is in this. Yeah, is that that's definitely Forks, right? It has to be Forks. Yeah, yeah. You like would think you would think so. If it's if it's this, if it's if 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 the Phoenix regenerates itself or reincarnates itself from the ashes, is reborn from the ashes, then I'm gonna say it's Forks. Yeah, I would yeah. And plus it was like, you know, Dumbledore was in was in the shot as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I suppose just yeah, he looked a bit different, but then again, you know, he does his his plumage goes through different phases of coloring because mm. of the way his life yeah. cycle works. So exactly. Maybe, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Good. So I'm really excited to, yeah. to see Forks again. Yeah. Uh, and um, the fact that we're going into a Hogwarts castle that is empty. It's not as. Like it's it just looks like there's no no students or anything in there. Probably either A they've been evacuated or B it's in Off summer season. break. Yeah. Yeah. And I would we've say. never seen that though. No, we haven't. So that's gonna be really cool. Yes. Um and yeah, I'm just I'm really looking forward to also seeing oh, what's his name? The muggle. Oh. I keep forgetting his name. <laughs> I'm not very good with remembering I, anything. So the nomadge. The, no the nomadge, yeah. <laughs> the American. The American nomadge. 
<laughs> well, I actually had a, an idea with him because, like, you know, there's a he gets a wand in this, which is cool. Yeah. Um, Mike, but like Mike Krasowski. Mike Wazowski. Wazowski? Krasowski. Jacob, Jacob Kowalski. Kowalski. Dan Fogler. Same thing. <laughs> um, did did Hogwarts have like Muggleborn students back then? Like, could Jacob Kowalski be the beginning of Muggles at Hogwarts? Yeah, that, that's kind of where my thought went. I yeah. feel like he might have been the first, yeah. or one of the first Muggles well, to be accepted into. Mm. As it's becoming a wizard, mm-hmm. I think mm, if I'm going by memory, I think it, it just, I think that started from the founders as well, and that's why uh, Salazar, uh. Salazar sort of cracked the shits. It's like no, it's only, only, only wizards and witches got me. Yeah, pure bloods. bloods. Yeah, I true. I don't true, want true, those mudbloods. Yeah, yeah. Be, being in my school is like. Fuck this! I'm going into the cellar, and it may be some time. Going... <laughs> <laughs> hello, 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 um, Basilisk. <laughs> Basilisk. Yes. So does our Slytherin was a bitch. <laughs> Hot take, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Do you have any more thoughts, or shall we throw to um, for his? Yeah, no, I'm just, I, I just can't wait. Yeah, We're really looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah, nice, nice. Mike, what do you, what do you think about this trailer? How are you feeling about the movie? Um, <laughs> things that have already been rehashed. Um, okay, sure. Um, I don't want to poo-poo people's enjoyment for these films, but I've sort of lost my enjoyment since the last one. I thought, I don't, yeah, I, I don't particularly care of where it's going because being a prequel, you sort of know what what happens, and the fact that Dumbledore, being who he is, is still not necessarily set in stone or he, even canon at the moment. It's just mm-hmm. at the moment it's head cannon, and if they do it in this film, okay. But yeah, I I wouldn't say I'm l- not looking forward to it. I'm just sort of burnt out, and I think I think the Wizarding World needs to like step back a couple of years, and then until I don't know a next generation discovers it and turns it into something else. Uh, but but um, all these characters are fun, including Newt Scamander, even though he's sort of secondary character now, which is... Come on. Yeah. No, not great. <laughs> it's, it's annoying. He it's... was he was the lead he was the lead Hufflepuff in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Hufflepuff represent <laughs> Funny enough And interesting um, Tangent here My sister Who is a drama teacher At a school And she is going to be doing A a Version The Sort of Light hearted version of Puffs 
<gasps> Yay! Oh, cool. It's cool. And she's asked me to help with um, like set design and all that and props. Oh, that's great. And props and that. And I have seen Puffs. It's, uh, it's found, good. I found a copy of it on on the YouTube. Uh, that oh, you can, nice. That you can buy. So it's the actual um, company. Oh, good. Broadway show. That's good. Uh, so I watched that and I thought, okay. I can see the flaws. <laughs> Maybe we can make it better. <laughs> I mean, if you like it, cool. But I'm slithering at heart, and I think it's a piece of shit. But having said that, <laughs> <laughs> spring like a tree slithering. <laughs> oh, let's go. Rupi doof, rupi doof. Fight, 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 <laughs> fight, fight. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why would you build up a character so it can just die at the end? I can't, I can't explain that one. <laughs> Mind you, I did laugh. I, I, I chuckled at a cu- couple of things as well. So, like, 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 uh, I can't remember the main guy's name. But, but when he said, I read the Silver Merillion uh, twice, I thought, that's pretty hard. Props for that. <laughs> yeah. Because that is dense as shit. Anyway. <laughs> so, Fantastic Piece of Where to Find Them, Part 3. Yes. The, sec- the third. The, the Dirty Little Secrets of Dumbledore. I when are we going to be watching that? Dirty Little Secret. Um, we will be watching uh, The Secrets of Dumbledore very, very soon on the 7th of April. Nice. Nice. It's like four weeks away. And we're only be. <laughs> Are we going to make it a popcorn culture or a quickie review? Mm. We shall see. I could be right. really annoying and not watch it, and you say, "Don't spoil it for me. I'm getting there." <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make sure it's a popcorn culture. Then you'll have to watch it. I'm going to rip it to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. Okay, our second trailer for this week is the final, please, dear God, final ep- final episode, final trailer for Morbius. Um, so, I mean, look, I don't really have too much else to add on this. I think the only thing about this trailer I really liked because I thought the previous final trailer was actually better. Um, this trailer had more Michael Keaton footage in it, and mm. also more Matt, more Matt Smith. Yes, we actually finally heard um, Matt Smith's character speak, um, and he's definitely the well the bad guy, I suppose, of the film. But you know, they're trying to really drive home this message of maybe Michael Morbius is the bad guy. Um, who knows? Um, I'm still, of course, really excited to see this movie. I've been waiting for like, oh, 
I can't. I don't know how long it's been. I've been waiting for this movie for like probably two and a half years at this point. Feels like because Jesus. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's finally coming out. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think I think it looks really good. I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, I'm excited to learn about Morbius's character, and I'm excited to see Jared Leto in this kind of a role. Um, I hope it's I hope it's good. I just really want it to be good. Like just just be good. Just be a good movie. Just be decent. Please. Thank you. Fulia. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did you think of this final trailer for Morbius? Uh, I'm same as the last time I watched the trailer the for the last trailer. I'm on the fence. Okay. Uh, Were you ever in on this film or have you just not really? Mm, not really. Yeah. Uh, it's not really your thing, I suppose. Very. It, it's a lot darker than I expected it to be. Yeah. Where I thought Doctor Strange was dark, but this one's a lot darker. Um, yeah. I, I guess it, it, sort of, it sort of comes down in the same vein as trying to watch through Venom. And it took me a while to actually go and watch Venom. I still haven't watched Carnage yet. That's okay. Um, so... <laughs> I'll get around to it eventually, yeah. but it's just <laughs> I just I, I need to be in one of, I need to be in the right frame of mind to be able to watch those style of films. Mm-hmm. Um, being that it is very dark and gritty, um, there's not a lot of humor in this one, from what I'm seeing. No, no, it's it's gonna be very much the thriller type of drama. I think so. Style. Um, look, if it's gotta be part of the mcu i'm not gonna have much of a choice but to watch it yeah well that's what i'm hoping because <laughs> we still don't know how connected it is but I'll, like it we we're, we're all still pretty confident that michael keaton is vulture in this okay but we just don't know for sure but it's it's who could it be yeah who could he be playing or they're doing a jk simmons and it's the same character just different yeah, multiverse situation. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he's, we'll playing, find out. he's playing Jay Jonah in two different universes. Yes. So Don't he's playing piss me Adrian off, Toomes. No. So I'm not sure whether I'll be watching it. I'll wait for you to let me know if it ties into the MCU, then I'll go watch it. Okay. If it's not going to, then I'm happy to not watch what it. What if I just <laughs> tell you it is anyway? Then I will not be very happy with you. (laughs) (laughs) What if it's the same universe as as Andrew Garfield? (laughs) I haven't seen that movie either. Then that universe is is dead, I think. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately. Maybe. (laughs) That universe never existed for me. (laughs) Disappointing. (laughs) Hey, you... No, you, you've got my DVDs. You I go. Do. You you watch them. Eventually. Eventually, it'll probably take me. <laughs> anyway, why did I lend them out? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. On I said I'd now. give them back to you. They're on streaming they're on, services. They're now. on binge. Yeah, you can watch them binge. They're on bilge. Yeah. <laughs> bilge. Hashtag not sponsored, uh, but would love to be. Yep. Nah. Cool. Yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. All right, Michael. Yes. Your thoughts on the final trailer for Morbius? What do you reckon? Michael Morbius. Yes. Yeah. Double M. <laughs> Good on you, Stan. Eminem. Eminem. Um, 
Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Uh, arms white, palms are sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. Uh, yeah, I've sort of said my piece because the, they say final trailer, as you said. Yeah, we shall see. <laughs> we we shall. But it's interesting that they uh, say in the tra- in this trailer from from the studio they gave you uh, Venom and Spider Man No Way Home. So they yes. so they are riding the coattails of Sp- Spider Man. Uh, so would that me- excuse me would that mean it's in a universe? <laughs> yes. Because it's in a a universe. Because they make reference to Venom in the previous trailers. Uh, and also Yeah, Vulture's in it. There's there's the um uh not Osgood, that's that's Doctor Who. Um Oh dang. What's What's uh, Green Goblin's real name? Norman Osborn. Oscorp. That's right. There's Oscorp. The o- yeah, the Oscorp Towers are are in this as well, which is in yeah, true. In Sam Sam Raimi and in Web Web's universe. Yes, uh, true. Web, Spider Man. I know. Uh, I love the fact that he's that's his last name. Yeah. Um. Mm. So it's it's in some sort of universe. And that's the, probably the only reason why I would actually go and watch it is because to work out that. Um, and the other reason why is my wife is a big fan of Jared Leto and she wants to go see it. And I'm not going to pass that opportunity of watching something nerdy with her because yeah. she she says she ain't no nerd, but she likes nerdy shit. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She's a she she's she's a closeted nerd. <laughs> Where I am loud and free, pride. Happy pride. Um yes. Yeah. That's it's the same thing. It's annoying that I don't know, but I have to wait until the 1st of April. Speaking of which, when are we going to be watching this, Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in luck, actually, Michael, because oh, yeah? here in here in Australia, Morbius is actually coming out on the 31st of March. We get it the day before. Yay! As we should. Because, As we should. Because <laughs> we are the future. <laughs> we are living in the future. Well, technically, if we go by American time, we, they have to wait another extra two days before they see it compared to us. They do. I know, <laughs> because when I was there last time, every one of my friends here in Australia had already seen Spider-Man Far From Home, <laughs> and I couldn't talk to any of them about it for a good 36 hours. It sucked. <laughs> but mind t- you, yeah. you did go to the premiere. I was at the world premiere, so I, I suppose I, sh- I should just show it. It makes up for it. I think yeah. that... I think that I, <laughs> a little bit makes up for it. There's a bit that of reminds... icing. There's a bit of icing on that shit sandwich. There, yes, yeah. there most definitely is. I was two feet away from Jake Gyllenhaal. It was pretty fucking sweet. Um, can I? Just oh my god! Oh my god! Princess of Persia. Anyway, <laughs> Princess of Persia. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can I just tangent for a second and point out the fact that that's why 
So there's a podcast that I used to listen to. They ended their run now, but they were called Comedy Film Nerds. And it was two uh, LA-based comedians, Graham Elwood and Chris Mancini. And they are massive, massive nerds. Um, big Star Wars fans. Um, their their logo, like their, their their catchphrase was was Han shot first. That's how much they loved um, Star Wars. So anyway, when Force Awakens came out, uh, they're friends with... Um, one of a Mel, former Melbourne-based comedian, Steel Saunders, who is a massive Star Wars fan and has his own Star Wars podcast called Steel Wars. It's very awesome. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so when um, when Force Awakens came out, uh, Graham and Chris actually flew from LA to Melbourne, didn't sleep, jet lagged as fuck, and walked into a cinema with with Steel and a bunch of um, you know p- fans of the show. I was busy I, that night. I couldn't go, but. Somewhere here in Melbourne, they did that, and they actually saw it. Like they flew halfway across the world so they could watch it, thirty-six hours before everyone else back home. <laughs> and then they stayed up past that through the night and did a live podcast reacting to the movie um, afterwards. And it was fucking awesome. Wow, it was a great podcast. That um, is yeah. such commitment for a, such a mediocre film. They were. <laughs> 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 they were even interviewed on on uh, either Sunrise or t- the Today Show because it, it made some small news here at the time, local news, because it was like, oh, these two two uh, American comedians have flown out just for a Star Wars movie in a podcast. So, um, <laughs> Ain't that weird? The things let's, the let's nerds all point do. And, yeah, let's all point and laugh at these fucking nerds. i love those guys they're fantastic anyway that's my tangent we have one more trailer to talk about um and it is for something fresh that we have not really seen before um this is for a movie called the bubble a netflix film uh judd apatow's new film and i've got to say up top this is probably the only film that deals with covid that I might actually watch and actually enjoy because there have been a few TV shows and movies that have come out about being in isolation, being in lockdown, dealing with the pandemic and all this stuff, mask wearing, vaccines, all this stuff. But I haven't read, I haven't really engaged with any of that because I'm like, I don't really need to, you know, I'm li- we're living it. We don't really need to see it on the TV screen or on the cinema screen. But this movie is about, like the bubble refers to the like the the bubble you have to go into if you're working on a film set or a TV set where you have to you know get tested constantly you have to you know have clearance to go to certain areas so like you know all your actors can only interact with each other sort of thing and then the crew and whatever so that's what that's referring to but this is a comedy about these actors trying to make this like sequel in this like long running franchise, I think it was like Cliff Beasts or yeah. something. Mm. Um, and there's like dinosaurs. We're getting green screen work that, and wire work that looks hysterical. I mean, but I just got to say this fucking cast. I'm like, I mean, I was in on the premise of the film anyway, but the cast is just fantastic. I mean, not only do you have, um, Nebula herself, Karen Gillan. Um, you also have uh, Mando, Pedro Pascal is in this. Uh, Leslie Mann is also in this. Um, 
David Duchovny, I'm so excited to see him. He hasn't done comedy in a while, I don't think, so I'm looking forward to him. Um, Peter Serafinowicz is in this. Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, Fred Armisen. Uh, and I'm also really excited to see Maria Bakalova from uh, Borat 2. Um, she received a lot of um, acclaim for her role in that, and she was amazing in it. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what else she can do. Um, so seeing her in this comedy will be, will be a lot of fun, but, um, I just, I, th- I think this is going to be like, it looks hilarious. It looks hysterical. Something kind of, we've not really seen done before. Um, a nice, a nice distracting movie. I think, I don't know. I think, I think this is a good COVID film. <laughs> if you're going to make a COVID film, I don't know. I feel like I might be the only one in the room that's feeling that way right now, but I think it's, I think it's good. I don't know. We'll see. I hope it's good. Fulia, what do you think of the bubble? No? No. <gasps> oh, I'm disappointed. No. I thought you'd like this. I Aww. don't want to have to watch something about something that we're already going through. But it's even if it way. is even if it is going to be hilarious, I I already know what happens on on the sets. I know that they have to, you know, they have to get tested every time they walk onto the set before they walk and make sure you're not positive. You know, only the people that need to be there have to be there. And I'm just not really a fan of something that we're already going through, (laughs) that we're already living. I want to forget about that shit. Okay, so (laughs) I'm like that except obviously with this movie as i just said so so this so even though this is a comedy you're still like let's not let's not make covid I, movies yeah we're still living in, in it we're like, still in it yeah i that's fair i just want like i just want to pop that over there on the side where mm-hmm. i don't have to worry about it mm-hmm. um if we did put that aside and just looking at what this the the you know cliff beast it's supposed to be about mm-hmm. i may watch it okay because it's not only dealing with the fact that it's a behind the scenes take um of uh of a movie that's trying to be filmed and it does look kind of interesting in terms of you know it's it's comedicness mm-hmm. um in the way that they've got they they edited in they edited in the voices of the actors who are playing the dragons or the dinosaurs. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. Which is that I giggled at. That was actually kind of funny. That was really kind of cool as well. Um, and but the other thing is, it kind of reminded me of Jurassic Park or World. Sure. Because of the fact that it's using dinosaurs and mm-hmm. the fact that they're, sh- they're running away from them. And it's just a very action adventure type of thing, mm-hmm. I, I, su- I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, look, it looks good, but the fact that they're doing this in a more of a COVID context I, I can't deal with that right now. I'd rather not. No, that's that's totally fair. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. You're, no. 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 Totally fair enough. <laughs> Michael, uh, where do you sit on this, this debate? Yay or nay for the bubble? Uh, yay, I would say. But mm-hmm. but um, about as the same energy as I just said. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
I'm the only one excited for this. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm interested in the premise because, you know, um, probably probably one of the biggest jokes is they probably had to film this in a bubble. And yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I can sort of see it being like the number whatever in the franchise, like like uh, a f- like Fast and Furious sort of thing. But they can't really do cars in a in a mansion, so 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 yeah, I, I can sort of see that. And um, it's it's very it's it's very cabin fever sort of scenario, trying to deal with other people that. That you don't really have that much of a a good relationship, so, and it's funny too because you know, all the people in it are very funny. Um, bit of a surprise though was Judd Apatow, because hasn't been a lot. I haven't seen many screwball comedies from him. It's it's more like more like the dramedies that he used to do. So that's a bit. That, that looks refreshing, and I, I think because it's dealing with stuff that we have seen, I'm thinking, you know what? Let, let's just make it as, as as insane as we can, like a, a couple of a couple of these people doing some coke and <laughs> doing backflips at at <laughs> out the door, which is kind of <laughs> weird. Yeah, um, it looked like a bit of fun and like turn off your brain sort of fun. And for a Netflix show too, so, well, they did say they were going to release, like, um, a movie a week this this year. So That's true. It's going to be this, no, not this week's, but it will be uh, whatever date it is coming up week of the, of the movie. <laughs> yes. Cool. Well said. Cool. So when are we be watching this, Kendall? Well, me and you. I'll just put it on the background. Okay. Uh, yes, we will be watching The Bubble on Netflix on uh, the 1st of April. Mm. April Fools! April Fools. Probably a good April Fools movie, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's the joke. Yeah, maybe that's the joke. And then, they, and then literally... That like the next day they put up Cliff B six as a film as an actual <laughs> on Netflix film. as an actual film. That's the April Fool's joke. That'd be funny. Um, all right, that's trailer park done. We are rolling on out, uh, which means now it's time for a quickie review. Quickie review. Um from me and Michael um, because there was a certain very good movie that came out this week that we've been waiting for for a long time and that of course is The Batman Um, Not a Batman Not a Batman The The Batman Batman. (laughs) Yeah The Batman Um, Yes, it's finally here it's finally out Michael and I have seen it, um, and yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna pro- maybe talk some slight spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, um, feel free to tune us out, put us on mute for a bit if you're watching, or skip ahead in your podcast app. Um, but uh, but yeah, let's 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 have a quick chat 
because I really, really liked this movie. Um, I was so happy with it. <laughs> I was so happy with it. I, yeah, I wasn't expecting to to be as immersed in this world as, like, I feel like it's the most immersive Batman film mm. that's ever been made. Um, because I just really felt like for, you know, those two hours and 55 minutes, I'm just, you know, I, you're, you're fully in Gotham. Like you're, you're part of what's going on in a way. I don't know. It just really felt kind of like that. Um, just, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just really good. And I'm very happy to say that Battenson did not disappoint. And, um, I, I don't know if this is a hot take for you, but I think he's the best Batman since Michael Keaton. Um, I think he might be better than Christian Bale. I know a lot of people really, really enjoy his Batman Bruce Wayne, but I thought I really just enjoy what Robert Pattinson brought to the character and the way he betrayed him in the film. Um, I think he nailed Batman. He nailed Bruce Wayne. Like he just brought this kind of more of a darker, more tortured, I suppose. Batman's always very tortured, um, but there's just something about him. And I feel like he really, it's like you were saying last week, Mike, about how this was going to be like a year one thing. They kind of, I feel like they really kind of captured that because you could tell that he hadn't been doing it long. Mm. Like, because he was making mistakes. He was, he wasn't, he wasn't landing properly on, on certain, certain stunts that were, he was doing like, or certain fight scenes were a bit haphazard. Like he just, you could tell he's not skilled. And I thought they really pulled that off really, really well. Um, and yeah, he nailed it. Um, the biggest shock for me and surprise that I'm happy to say, especially after my thoughts in popcorn culture last week, but I actually really enjoyed Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Um, I thought she was, I thought she was very, very good. Um, I thought she was brilliant. I, yeah, best Catwoman since Michelle Pfeiffer, I think. Um, yeah, because Michelle Pfeiffer's queen, in my opinion, and I don't think anyone can top what she did with that character, but, um, but I think, I think Zoe gave it a red hot go and nailed it, um, for sure. I really liked the dynamic between her and, and, uh, Batman and just, you know, and you could see where she was coming from with everything she was trying to do and how they were like, you know, uh, on the same side, but then not on the same side. Like I just, I thought they handled it all very, very well. Um, I would have liked to have seen a bit more of Penguin. I'm glad we're getting more of him in his own series, Colin Farrell. He was pretty, pretty entertaining as the Penguin. Um, I liked Paul Dano as Riddler. He was really good. Not exactly what I was expecting, but still very, very good. Um, very sinister, uh, and just really had Gotham by the balls for the whole film. Um, and I thought that was, that was, that was really well done. It was also nice to see a bit more of the crime side of Gotham that, you know, hasn't really been done in the movies, like, you know, with the Falcons and the Maronis, that whole uh, gang war that's also going on. Um, so that was nice um, to see as well. Um, and, and yeah, and Andy Serkis as Alfred was, was fine. Um, didn't have too much to do in the movie, um, but when he was on, he was he was good. I mean, it's Andy Serkis, you can't really go wrong. Um, and then I'll just say that... Uh, 
you know, we finally, like we we were talking about last week, Mike, I think we finally got the detective story, mm. the, the Batman detective we've been wanting for so many years. I think this is definitely the best example of him as the world's greatest detective, like finally, like just to see the way he was and the way he, oh, I really like Jeffrey Wright as, as Jim Gordon too. I thought he did a great job. Um, so I was very impressed with him. Just, yeah, the cast was very, very good. And then, um, you know, but then the only problem I had with the film, and it is a massive spoiler, and I'm just going to say, so please feel free to mute and skip, but um, Fully's, Fully's covering your ears. It's not character death. Um, <laughs> I need music running, like in um, when Jimmy Fallon does the thing. With the yeah, <laughs> yes. You need, you need those headphones on. Um, certain, oh, we'll just say this. A certain uh, character that was uh, introduced in Arkham Asylum at the end of, like, towards the end of the film. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm excited about it. But we don't need to do another version of him. We've had, like, three three versions now in the last few years, not including the TV series. So I just, yeah. there, there are other rogues in the gallery. Oh people. yeah. 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 So I'm a bit, I'm a bit miffed on that, but I'm excited to see, um, what, uh, I think it's, I can't, it's, it's the dude who plays Druig and Eternals. Barry, I think it's, uh, Ke- I think it's pronounced Kean. I think I'm just my, I'm sorry, <laughs> but he's he's very talented. He was great in Eternals, um, very good in Dunkirk, and a, and there's this other movie he was in called The Killing of a Sacred Deer, which is incredible, um, with Colin Farrell, coincidentally enough. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward oh, to see what Irish he will. Boys. Yes, I am looking forward to seeing what he will do with the character. Mm. Um, a certain clown prince of crime, um, but I'm just annoyed that. They're like, let's do another Joker movie or another Joker thing. Anyway, it's fine. I love the movie. Michael. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm dying to know uh, your thoughts on the Batman. That's all right. Uh, I'll work backwards of what you've been saying. So, okay. It's fresh Go in my for mind. It. Uh, With that person at the end. Yes, yes. They didn't really need them to be there, but... Uh, I think what has come to pass is they're thinking of doing like a, an Arkham Asylum sort of te- like show as well. Okay. So, so it's probably not going to be uh, solely them in the next movie. No. Uh, my my bet is a character that no one really knows, but they sort of hinted it in in this movie is a. a do you know the person called Hush? Yeah, yeah. There's a um, there's an animated film called Batman Hush. Is that yeah the same yeah. thing? Okay. I'm, I'm think uh, maybe they'll do do that one for the second one because obviously there's going to be uh, multiple um, movies from this as well as yes. TV shows uh, that we all know. There's going to be uh, Gotham PD. Uh, yeah, and what's the other one? Uh, Penguin. Yeah, Penguin, and maybe Catwoman, because she's going to going her separate way. So, mm, true. Or whatever happens at the end. <laughs> 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 Whoops. 
Whoops. Whoops. Hang on. I, I did. I did give a spoiler warning. It's fine. That's right. I, I, I've been saying them and they and all, all that. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, yes. Uh, overall, I really did like this movie, and it was one of the best sort of um, origins for uh, Batman as well, um, and not necessarily him like deciding to become Batman. It, it is. It is a year two Batman, but he doesn't really become... It, he's got Batman done pat. He's try, uh, He hasn't found his Bruce Wayne yet. And Okay, fair enough. So, but not, not necessarily as a bad thing. Uh, I think by the end, he sort of find, finds out, okay, this is what Batman needs to be. He can't be a brute force. He can't be vengeance. Mm-hmm. He he need, he needs to find something out. <clears throat> sure, Batman is scary in Gotham at the moment because because in the movie you see, you see that yes the bat signal is it and you actually get to see see like um uh the bad guys actually reacting to this light. It's like oh shit's going to go down, and I like that sort of fact that that that's what Batman means to them. But but uh but. Uh, Bruce needs to find out. Okay, Batman needs to be vengeance, but he also needs to be the si- the signal uh, s- symbol of hope as well. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you get to see that at the end as well. But, yeah, and uh, and I really, really, really enjoyed the fact that um, uh, with that so uh, when you say he's sort of stumbling as well uh, uh, at. He's sort of um he hasn't really got his groove yet. And I actually mm. quite like that. Um I thought it would really annoy me because at at the start of the film he's he is the broody he's the most broodiest Batman we've yeah. had and and I sort of get it. I was I was in my seat it's like this is a fucking emo Batman. <laughs> yeah. He's got the hair and the fucking <laughs> And the the raccoon eyes as well. Which mm-hmm. is, it's like it's like, am I really going to like this? And by the end, it was like, okay, I can sort of see what they're doing. He's they're doing a lot of character development in this in this movie of where Batman is at this present time, and that's why I'm sort of leaning towards what you've been saying, Kendall. That this is better than Dark Knight, and and. Ever since, like Michael Keating, yeah, I can I, I can sort of understand that because a lot of Batman movies tend to have the villain overshadowing Batman when it's quintessentially supposed to be a the sort of juggle between these two between yeah um, antagonist and 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 the um, and Batman protagonist yeah and protagonist and they. And this film definitely has the sort of rhythm down pat and actually was enjoyable. And yeah, it is long, but you don't feel it. There is no, there's, there's no fat left to trim. It had to be this thick and to do, and it needed to be slow when it needed to be slow. It needed to be, it needed to be action driven when it needed to be action driven. And that, and, uh, 
the it, it's in the trailer, so I, so I can sort of spoil it. There is a car chase scene, and by the end of it, I was in tears because it was so effective and so lovely. Yeah, and, and it's like, oh my god, this sort of is my Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, and also when he as when he's also gliding for the first time. Yeah. It's like he was getting ready. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> and, and I sort of te- teared up at that. It's like, oh, my God, this is the Batman movie that I really, really like and enjoy. Yeah. And, I mean, mind you, I wasn't really excited for it being an origin story of being like a year two Batman. Like, I want to see Batman like, more down the track, more it, pretty much what um, Ben Affleck's Batman sort of was. He was okay. He was sort of an old hand at what he was doing, but we got what we got, and it wasn't really a solo Batman for for them. So I can't wait for whatever happens with this sort of universe that that um, that Reeves is sort sort of making, and mm. that. That's really exciting, and I'm more and I'm excited for the Penguin show. I'm excited for. Um, I'm pretty much excited for the um, Gotham PD, even though it sounds an awful lot like Gotham. And I sort of bailed out, like 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 season three. It's like yeah, same. I've had enough. Yeah, <laughs> I bailed I, out. I think I bailed out of Gotham like halfway through season two. Yeah, I think a lot of people stopped watching. It, it's like, what's the point Snowing. of watching watching this when they're establishing the rogues gallery without fucking Batman? It doesn't yeah. make sense. Because no. even in this movie, they actually make the relationship between between Riddler and and Batman make sense. Yeah, which is because great. they fed off each other and that's mm-hmm. the actual thing of mm-hmm. of what happens. It it's that's it's the it's the grand old story is like well, ever since Batman became Batman and and all these sort of villains sort of came out of the woodwork, was it because there was a Batman or was it because they were there from the start? It's that sort of relationship. And you can sort of see it with all the other Rose Gallery as well. It's like um, they're like the polar opposites. Like, like uh, for instance, dare I say, Joker. Of course, it uh, Batman. Uh, Batman, in the way he was brought up, in the way he was, he could have been the Joker, or he could have been like Riddler. He could have been, he could have been Killer Croc. He could have been Two Face, but he didn't. There was something he he found himself inside. He became fear, but he also became a symbol of hope at the same time. Yeah. And that's why this is the best best fucking Batman movie. And I'm also, I'm also including um, Keating as well. Yeah. So this is the Batman movie you needed to see. No, I wanted to see. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, and because, I will say because needed. with the, sorry. That's all right. Go on. I was. Yeah. That's all. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was sort, sort of. Yeah. I was sort of clarifying. It's like this is what I wanted to see. Uh, the Batman that I needed to see is all in my head. Because yeah. I, no movie can be in my head. 
And no. that's why, and that's why head, head cannon is also good and also bad at the same time. I mean, <laughs> a lot, lot of people are, are complaining about this movie. It's like, sure, there are complaints that are valid, but there's also ones of just saying, oh, how come the penguin doesn't have a top hat? How come the penguin doesn't have an umbrella? Mm. Yeah, it's that sort of shit. And I don't... It's like, because he doesn't need it? I mean... I mean, that's not what makes the penguin It's a different... It's a, it makes yeah. you... They've put a different interpretation in it. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. are saying, oh, what about... What about fucking Danny DeVito's penguin? It's like, well, that's Danny DeVito's penguin. And it's a completely different penguin than, it, than there is in the comics. He... Because Penguin is not really that sort of Penguin, that interpretation of Penguin. I mean, yeah, he had a, he was like Bruce, where he he is from old money, uh, but he was abused as a as a child because I don't know he was short, and that was it. He wasn't he wasn't a, he he wasn't a freak. He. And yeah. he wasn't abandoned at birth and that sort of shit. But that's all Tim Burton. You know, that's all Tim Burton. Mm. That's very true. He did add that. Um, well, speaking of, of other things that are like related to past Batmans, um, I do really love the fact that I should mention that they they didn't do the origin story of like you know showing crime alley and these yeah, parents yeah. getting killed and the pearls they didn't show any of that um obviously uh, it comes up that they were murdered um but it's done in a really like good way i think that makes sense because it's part of the story yeah it's part of the plot um and uh yeah and i really liked how like sort of similar to joker with joaquin phoenix in a way that like like, you know, the Waynes were not as holier than now as they might appear. Um, so I thought that was, that was, I really liked the complexities of, yeah. of, of that in the movie um, as well. Yeah. Um, it was a plot yeah. point for uh, the means to the ends of what Joker was doing. Yeah. And there was also a character building moment for Bruce as well. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I like the fact that they all sort of combi- combined themselves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. Um, and then one final word I want to say before we wrap up. Um, the score was incredible. Mm. Um, Michael Giacchino, who is just quickly becoming one of my favorite composers. He's done a lot of the Marvel films and Disney films like The Incredibles uh, and Up and Coco, um, and he also, uh, yeah, he did, like, a couple, I think all the Spider-Man films he's done the score for, uh, Doctor Strange, um, yeah, so he's just very talented, and his score was amazing, and every time I kept hearing it, like, it just reminded me of the Danny Elfman theme in a way, but, like, he's just, because there's obviously very strong horns, like, you hear that in the trailer, but, like, it's just... But, yeah, I don't know. It's just something about it that's good. But then again, throughout the entire film, like, he just, yeah, I don't know, he really enhanced a lot of the tension and the drama and the the just, oh, God, what's happening? Like, there's a lot, there's a few unsettling moments in the film. So um, the score really enhances that quite a bit. I was just really blown away by it, so. Um, I was quite literally 
off my seat. On yeah. the edge of my seat. It's like, yeah. Oh and I was just watching it intently. It's like, oh my God, I am witnessing something that I want to see. Yeah. About time too, hey? There is a lot of things that I can fault with it, but they are very far in in between. I mean, yeah, the, the person who crops up at the end didn't need it. And also, dare I say, the third act was a little bit too big. Yeah, one of my friends uh, that I went and saw it with, he today said uh, the film had four acts, not three. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the, the final act does uh, kind of, like, you think it's going to end, but then it keeps going. And look, and what I get that could be a criticism of some people, but for me, I thought it was fine. Um, like, it didn't, I mean, yeah, the ending to the B plot felt like the ending of the movie, but then we can't end it here because we have all of this to deal with. So um, I was totally okay with it. And as far as the pacing goes for a three-hour film, like it wasn't the best pacing in the world, but like I feel like just just when it was starting to drag, it would pick up again. Mm. So you were, ne- you were never really bored or, or unentertained or, or losing focus, I think. I think it was, it was just dragging it out long enough and then it would rope you back in at the right time. Um, but that's how I felt. I don't know. How did you how did you feel about that, Mike? Um, yeah, um, it definitely started off slow, and I was a bit worried. It's like, well, if they're going to have a lot of these slow things, they got to pace it out with some some quickie quickie stuff. And it didn't disappoint. It it as I said before, it 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 definitely understood this sort of balance. And yeah, in the fourth act, dare I say the fourth act um, <laughs> I didn't expect a, a, a turn for it I knew something was going to happen that yeah. it, it needed something else but I didn't expect it to be that big and that <laughs> yeah it, yeah it was pretty intense wasn't it it's like you sort of busted your load pretty early I mean what are you going to do for a sequel? Yeah. A nuclear explosion? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair point. It's like, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was big. Dare I say, it was probably bigger than, than Dark Knight Rises. Ooh. That's that's hard to say. That's hard to say. Um. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe on par. I mean, stakes are kind of the same, I suppose. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. The, the fate of Gotham. The fate of Gotham hangs in the balance. Yep. Um, all right. Well, I'm, I'm done. That was, that was great. Are you done? Yeah. Score? Yep. Nine out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. And there is a civil war between which is a bit, which is the better <laughs> Batman and Batman film. Yeah. Of between Dark Knight and and this one. Yes. Well, look, I still think the Dark Knight is a better, like, is the the best Batman film ever made, live action one anyway. Um, but this is a fucking close second. Yeah. Like, very close second for me. I'm sort of notching it up a little bit higher because. 
uh, Christian Bale's Batman. Uh, I don't know. It it's it does. It, there's sort of balance between between uh, antagonist and protagonist. So sort of doesn't really match it. I mean. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and too many. <laughs> I mean, quite enough. I mean, we could have a Barbara, a little Barbara in there. Barbara. 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 Yes. But no. No. All good. No. All good. Okay. All right. That was our not so quick quickie review of the Batman. <laughs> yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, and now, of course, mm. it is time. Tis. Excuse for me. The, for the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. The segment. Ah. The section. That was some sausages. The part. Oh. The place. Bangers and mash. Always good. This spot in the show we like to call. Spotted. Popcorn culture, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Bully's like, I haven't talked in 20 minutes. I am pissed. I <laughs> need to warm up my voice. <laughs> you are yes. an asshole. 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 Asshole of you. Quit talking out your ass. That was great. Yeah, quit talking out your ass. Lend me your rears. Lend me Do your you rears. have a mint? Or perhaps some banaka? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I haven't seen that movie in ages. Uh, we are here this week for Public Culture to uh, discuss um, a very interesting uh, topic. Because this week, of course, uh, we mentioned at the top of the show, The Boys Diabolical has debuted on Amazon Prime, um, very much in the same vein as Star Wars Visions. Yes. Um, so the premise being it's an animated series, but it's kind of an anthology one where every episode is done by a different animation studio, different director, different writer. Um, yeah. some, of the ac- some of the actors could be the same or different, whatever. Um, similar to Star Wars Visions, um, which, you know, came out on Disney Plus a little while ago. So, um, basically we're just kind of going to discuss what we think other like franchises or shows or movies, um, should get the same treatment, um, Mm. that we, that we would really like to see and and enjoy because it's a very cool idea. Um, and I can't wait to watch Diabolical because based on what you said, Mike, it sounds fantastic. And like when we did the trailer for it, it just looks... It looks like a lot of fun. So, um, yeah. Mm. So hopefully, hopefully we start to see more of these. You know, I mean, we had the animatrix back in the day too. So yeah, um, yeah. So hopefully there's more and more coming, yeah. and hopefully we can maybe put some feelers out. And not that anyone important is listening to this show apart from our lovely viewers. Thank you. Um, anywho's, I will start us off with. Uh, Excuse me. My two picks that I have, both are TV shows. Um, and, of course, I had to go with my favorite show of all time, which is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, I would love to see, and I know it's a bit problematic now with a certain, you know, he who must not be named. Wow, this really is the Cancel Culture Podcast. <laughs> um, yikes. 
Anywho, so yes, uh, apart from that, um, I I just the world of of Buffy and Sunnydale and everything uh, with the Hellmouth. There's so much lore there that can be explored. I mean, there's many many comics that went beyond the the end of the show when it finished back in 2003 um, after seven seasons. Um, that, you know, continue Buffy's story and, uh, you know, and her friends as they fight against the forces of darkness and all of that across the world. Um, because, well, actually, I won't spoil the end of Buffy, even though it's been nearly 20 years since it finished. But anyway, um, I just think it's right, like, ripe for, you know, um, you know, doing an animated take, especially, too, because they actually put out on DVD a few years ago now, um, season eight um, of Buffy as a graphic, like novel, like motion picture comic, if, if you will. So it was basically, they'd taken the animation from the, from the comic book panels and then, you know, you know, put motion on it and stuff. So it wasn't like a traditional animation style because like the, the mouths weren't moving. Um, so it was just very much, you know, sort of like, you know, they figured out a way to make, you know, characters move around and scenery move and stuff. But like, there was no lips moving with dialogue. So it was a bit weird to watch. And I probably, it's probably why I've only seen it the one time, but, um, but it was exciting nonetheless. Cause I, I'm not really much of, of a comic book reader. I say wearing a flash t-shirt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I love, I love, you know, everything that, um, has, been made based on comics basically so um so and the fact that Buffy's continued in that format um I was very excited to see what kind of stories were being told and so the fact that they brought season eight to life in that way I thought was really cool so I would love to see more more of Buffy uh or at least the, that world because um, there's so many different things you could do you could do different slayers you could do different vampires different creatures like have them connect to certain things or just have completely wacky random episodes because that's the other really cool thing about Buffy is that there were some episodes in there that um, are just like bottle episode one-off things that would be perfect in animated form like in this format of like this anthology type thing like one episode that comes to mind for me um, I don't know if, if you remember the episode called The Zeppo, which is in season three. It's when Xander is the main character in one episode and everything's kind of happening to him. Um, like he has sex with Faith for the first time. Oh. He ends up getting involved with a school bully who's like, you know, trying to resurrect his dead friends so they can terrorize Sunnydale. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the Scoobies are dealing with the fact that these witches have uh, brought about the end times, but that's not the important part. Let's focus on Xander. Um, <laughs> but it's a really, really funny episode. I think something like that could translate really well in this kind of a format. So I would love to see that um, done uh, very much so. Um, my other pick for uh, this kind of uh, approach, I think something like The Office would be cool. Whether that's the Ricky Gervais version or the Steve Carell version, take your pick. I think I think you could very much have an anthology series of this because there are so many different branches of, you know, Dunder Mifflin, for example, in the Steve Carell version um, that, you know, you don't have to just be in Scranton. You could go out to different branches, different you could go to the higher ups. You could do an episode focusing on the their head office, I suppose. 
um, and what the, what the executives have to deal with and like, or, you know, even in the, for example, the Dunder Mifflin building where they're in, cause they only own like, or rent out one floor. Um, there's so many other floors and offices in this big building. So you could like, you know, do one episode that's just all about Vance refrigeration. Um, or even there's like a really great episode where they're trying to get in like, you know, they're, they're um, interviewing replacements for Steve Carell's character, Michael Scott, and they get all these really famous actors to come in and do cameos. Jim Carrey is one of them. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like, if you could do shit like that, I just feel like there's so much possibility um, for, for kind of exploration and, and, uh, and, and creativity and, and entertainment, I think, within, within that. There's a lot of ideas one could, one could explore. And it could be really funny to see uh, in an animated form. Um, and for both shows I mentioned, it would be interesting to see which actors could and would come back to reprise their characters if, if necessary. So, um, yeah, those are my picks um, for this. Um, Fulia, um, what do you want to see kind of done in an anthology animation sort of thing? You love animation, so I'm, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> One's going to be no surprise and the other one probably still no surprise. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, first one that comes to mind, and I know it's already done in anime form, but Supernatural. Yeah. Oh, i want it. <laughs> <laughs> but I want it. In the form of the Hanna-Barbera Scooby-Doo, the way they did that episode. <gasps> yeah, I want them to do, like, full oh, season of just God. them in the Scooby-Doo universe. Yes, please. That um, episode of Supernatural but is aimed, But aimed at the age group that are currently watching Supernatural. Yeah. Like... Yeah. That would be freaking that awesome. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. still have all those comedic quips in there. Yes. Um, the way that the cartoon does. Yeah. I wanted more of that episode. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Scooby Natural. And I know wow. that Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki had a lot of fun with that. They did. And Misha Collins because yes. he was in there too. Yes, of course. Um, Can't forget Misha. So I really want more of Supernatural in animated form. Yeah. I haven't watched the anime. I do have it oh, at home. I was going to ask you if you'd seen it. No, I have it at home I'm with surprised. the intention of watching it, but never got around to it. Um, but apparently it's voiced by Jared and Jensen as well. Oh, I thought only one of them was in it. Not both of them. I will have to double check. I'm going to double, I'm going to double check yeah. right now. Um, but I will look into watching it at some point soon. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, option that i have in mind is um mash hey i'd love to see a season of animated mash um <laughs> <laughs> uh, because mash is funny and it's um and it also very informative but it can be serious at times uh so i like the idea of sort of rebooting the series um into its own cartoon uh and make it a little bit more family friendly i suppose uh, so that you know kids can also watch it in yeah. some form um but still not as like i know there's a lot of there's a lot of 
sexual reference and you know drug and alcohol references in it mm-hmm. um but it could be it could be made in a way that you you won't actually have to worry about seeing that sort of thing mm. um or it could be done in such a, a such a g-rated way yeah um that it would still actually work really well mm-hmm. um and and even if you can't get back the original actors, because most of them have passed away, unfortunately, mm. um, it would still be a lot of fun to have the the original characters. Yeah. Um, and then you could then flesh out a lot more of what happened during that time period, um, which was the Korean War. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So I I would love to see MASH as an animated show. Yeah. <laughs> Very good call. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Before I throw over to Mike, um, so it seems that Jared Padalecki was in every episode of the anime, but Jensen only did a couple episodes for okay. some reason. I don't know why that is. Uh, according to IMDb, he's only credited in two episodes, so um, whereas uh, Jared is credited in all of them. So um, and there was someone else that played that Dean. Anakin Slade is legitimately the name of the guy. And then, and then they have the the Japanese. They also have are credited on IMDb the uh, the Japanese voice actors who yeah. who put, portrayed them. Yeah, um, which is very cool. So, yeah, nice. Let me know if it's any good when you watch it. Ah, uh, yes, because I, I I'd be interested to. I will to check s- it out. Yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> very very good picks for you. Um, <laughs> hey Michael. Hello. What are you? What would you like to see done? In an animated form, in this way, I would love to see something probably the lo- long, the long, along the long, uh, along the lines, along the lines of uh, Star Wars visions mm-hmm. uh, of having different uh, anime houses actually mm, tackle like one episode each. I w- yeah, I would love to see something, something with a. Uh, uh, Probably my two, my two choices, uh, down the sa- same route of having uh, multiple anime houses do different episodes. One would be uh, with Doctor Who because I think there of would course. be. I was lot. actually thinking. I was actually thinking about Doctor Who, but then I thought, wait, but for some weird reason, my brain thought that there was already something in that vein where a cartoon had been made from, like... Yeah, there is Who. there is some there's animated a, a, Doctor, Who, Doctor Who around. Right, there's there? like a Doctor Who cartoon, yeah? Not really. There's actually um, animated um, versions of Doctor Who from lost episodes that... Mm. They don't have any visuals of them. They just have, they just have the audio. Because um, ah, okay. some of the older episodes were uh, never kept. They, they, um, the BBC in their wisdom uh, got rid of them because no, no one's going to watch this again. Who cares? Because you know, film cams are expensive, so they, they re, they reused them to like do episodes of um, Cruff's Dog Show and all, all that. But they didn't really, they didn't really think that there would be a a, a market for uh, re reproducing the these episodes, and that's why there's a couple of episodes missing from original Doctor Who, mm-hmm. um, uh, especially with um, 
the second Doctor that was very affected that there's uh, only a handful are left and and uh, nowadays people have been doing uh, animated versions of the of those so there is precedent here um, but with these ones they will be um, start from scratch like episodes uh, and how and um, I would love to see like a different culture tackle something that's very British and and um, I like I, I like the fact that um, Star Wars sort of di did that uh, with their sort of uh, takes of the visions of something that's quintessentially um, sort of East and Western storytelling and taking out the West and actually do it a more a more Eastern storytelling mm -hmm. because you know Star Wars is is based upon uh, like country Western um sci-fi of course and mm -hmm. and also uh eastern so, sort of um uh like takes takes of stories as well like the seven samurai and all, all that mm -hmm. and, and you can sort of see what 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 they would do and with this one it would be very interesting to see to see um uh what would a what would an anime look like uh, with a character that can travel through time and space, can change their look, uh, and it, and occasionally uh, comes to Earth, and also you're dealing with space as well. So that will be that will be interesting. It's like I want to see Doctor Who take take on a Gungan. <laughs> <laughs> that will that will be an interesting thing. I mean, yeah. I mean that that will be cool. Uh, yeah, so especially with Doctor Who, and you got multiple Doctors, you can have multiple Doctors talk. It will be absolutely insane, and it will be great. Uh, another one, uh, probably not necessarily with the sort of um, anime format, but I would li like to see uh, an animated, uh, uh, an animation uh, telling of um, of what we've been talking about. Uh, the, in this episode, um, I would like to see an, uh, people's uh, other people's take on the Wizarding World, and I think that would probably be something. Maybe would bring some, I don't know, needed needed things into Harry Potter, and mm -hmm. like something like you can do. I would. I would like to see um, what would other countries take on the Wizarding World. Like, yeah, we we get a lot of British, of course, because that's where it's set. And with this Fantastic Beast, it's it's interesting to see like um, like the Americas and how they do their Wizarding World. Like, obviously, I want to see what the Australian uh, Ministry of Magic is. Uh, probably more uh, more based around the sort of um, British version because that's how we sort of used to see ourselves. And I would like mm. to actually see those sort of stories as well. But I would like to see like uh, um, like the Japanese Wizarding World. I would like to see the Chinese Wizarding World, like Eastern European. I mean, you can sort of see like bits and pieces of this new of uh, this new movies that are coming out because they're dealing with. Um, other countries as well. Hopefully, they'll 
they will go into more more Eastern U- European sort of stuff, and how the world was sort of uh, taking shape around around like yeah Grind- uh, Grindelwald's time, because it's around about where um, you know like the First World War and the Second World War. What were the wizards doing during that time? I mean, yeah. Will they dare say, yeah, Hitler was a was a wizard? Or, no. Or no, Hitler was a squib. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. Hitler. I'm, Hitler was a Death Eater. <laughs> yeah, the original Death Eater. <laughs> or he turned into a Death Eater. Yeah. And Goebbels turned into a Death Eater. Yeah. And and now they and now they're in charge of fucking Azkaban. Psh, yeah. Yeah. No. I don't suppose. Yeah, Harry Potter is really loosely tied actual history into it. I don't suppose you can and actually do mm. it justice. So it's a bit tricky. Yeah. Mm. I mean. Yeah, those are sort of my takes. Mm. Yeah. Great. I. Yeah, I agree with you on both on both fronts, especially the Harry Potter front, because like with with Fantastic Beasts expanding the world a bit outside of of of, of England and, and Britain with Harry Potter, I think like the fact that there are all these wizarding schools around the world that are alluded to, like it would be so cool to spend a, an episode at Bobatons or or Durmstrang or um, you know any of the the American or the American school or how many schools they have. I think there's supposed to be an Australian school too. Like that would be really cool to, to see expanded upon. So I think that's a really good idea, Mike. Or they're like puffs and they, and they're from fucking, was it New Jersey? And they come over to, to, to Hogwarts, but we can't call it Hogwarts because fucking copyright and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Huffs, sorry, puffs with copyright. We'll see. That'd be cool. Yeah. Puffs is canon. Puffs is canon. Yeah, fuck it. It's <laughs> Don't even worry about it. All right. I think that might wrap it up yep. for Popcorn Culture for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed that yes. uh, discussion. Um, let us know in the comments below. If uh, there are any shows or films you would like to see done in that format, maybe yeah. we can get a discussion going. Um, that'd be sweet. Um, but uh, yeah, I suppose that might actually just wrap up the show mm-hmm. for this week. Mm. I think it's time time to end this beast, this fantastic beast. This <laughs> is yes. All and right. Where to lose them? And where to <laughs> not lose and where them. to lose them exactly. All right, and, and that, that was, was a podcast, a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yes, yes. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. Yeah. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Kantaramaja. And I've been not cancelled, a Michael Lister. 
<laughs> yes. And, and you just, just experienced experience a podcast, a podcast called, called Friend. Friend. Yeah. Yes. Remember to eat beef. Remember it. And Freddy lives. Loki dies. The doctor is in. And Harry Potter is a wizard. (laughs) (laughs) That is. Yes, well said. (laughs) Remember to look after yourself and your mental health. Yes. Yes. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? <laughs> a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? What? You're a wizard, Harry. Just listen. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a, you're a wizard. I'm a what? Just listen to me, Harry. You're 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 a wizard. I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm a what? Shut the fuck up, Harry. You're a fucking wizard. <laughs> you fucking idiot. You're a wizard. <laughs> and a deaf one at that. I'm a what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for watching. If you've been watching, appreciate that very much. Thank you. Um, Yes. Yes. Until next time. Yes.